Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord, only you can steal. Father, thank you for a brand new day. Lord, I say thank you because this is another beautiful day. This is another glorious day. Thank you, Lord, for the blessings of today. Thank you for the mercies of today. Thank you for the grace of today. Thank you, Lord God, for the liftings of today. I give you all the praise. Scripture says that every good and perfect gift comes from you. And so, Lord, I thank you for every single blessing, Lord, in my life. Thank you for every gift in my life. Lord, I say be glorified this morning in the precious name of Jesus. As we enter your gates this morning with thanksgiving, Lord, as we come into your courts with praise, we declare that you alone are worthy of praise. You alone, Lord, are worthy of adoration. Lord, you deserve all the glory. You deserve all the praise. So be magnified, Lord. Be glorified, Lord. Because you are El Leon. Because you are El Shaddai. Be glorified, Lord. Because you are the King of glory. You are the Lord of hosts. You are the Lord of heaven's armies. Be glorified, Lord. In the precious name of Jesus. Lord, we have come. We have come to bless you. We have come to give you glory. We ask, Lord, this morning, Lord, speak to us once again. Help us learn in your presence and cause your name to be glorified in our lives. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. All right, let me say a big welcome to everyone joining in to devotion this morning. I am Morphe Eyenike. Alright, so we continue reading the book of Romans. Yesterday we stopped on chapter 8. We saw in chapter 7, uh, Paul was arguing uh, the fact that look, the law uh, had its purpose, okay? And it was not to bring us back to God. It was not to, you know, achieve the work of righteousness. That work can only be achieved in Christ, okay? In chapter 8, you know, um, he then spoke about the importance of a life, you know, with the Holy lived with the Holy Spirit. Okay, so in chapter nine and ten, okay, Paul begins to you know to reach out to uh, to his fellow Israelites. Now you need to understand that look, Paul was heavily heavily persecuted everywhere Paul went to. Okay. The fact that he was even sharing this message with with Gentiles, you know, put a lot of Jews off. Okay, so they felt that look, he was adulterating, if you want to use that that word, he was adulterating the Jewish, you know, uh, religion. Okay, and so they resisted him. Yes, they resisted him many times. They tried to kill him. Okay, so Paul is going to talk about God's selection of Israel in in chapter nine and 10 okay and then try to reason with other jews okay 
sadly um if you read very well okay uh, the accounts in act of the apostles they just never accepted him let's read together this morning and let's learn romans chapter 9 and 10 with christ as my witness i speak with utter truthfulness my conscience and the holy spirit confirms it my heart is filled with bitter sorrow and unending grief so what is driving paul is this bitter sorrow and unending grief for the nation of israel as he looks at other jews you know struggling with the law struggling to attain perfection and he knows that look i uh, i am a scholar i have been here I have tried it. It didn't work. There is only one way. It is in Christ. Okay, so that was the the passion that was driving that driving Paul. He just wanted the nation of Israel to be saved. He says, "My heart is filled with bitter sorrow and unending grief for my people, my Jewish brothers and sisters. I would be willing to be forever cursed, cut up, cut off from Christ." If that would save them and I'm telling you that is serious commitment okay he didn't mind if God was going to like you know do away with him but save the nation other other people to be saved he didn't mind that he says if that would save them says they are the people of Israel chosen to be God's adopted children they are chosen though okay uh-huh. read the Old Testament they were called a chosen people okay uh, a special people that god set apart for himself they are the people of israel chosen to be god's adopted children god revealed his glory to them he made covenants with them and gave them his law he gave them the privilege of worshiping him and receiving his wonderful wonderful promises and i'm telling you israel as a nation as a people saw god they walked with God. You know, the oracles of God were first given to them. But because they rejected it, God sought out for himself, okay, and reached out to save the whole world. He says, um, receiving his wonderful promises, Abraham, <clears throat> Isaac, and Jacob are their ancestors. And Christ himself was an Israelite as far as his human nature is concerned. And he is God, the one who rules over everything and is worthy of eternal praise. Amen. Okay, so um, verse 5 is one one of the major ground uh, for which the Jewish uh, nation or the Jewish people then rejected, rejected um, Paul, Paul's message. In that Paul was telling them that look Christ Jesus himself is God he says there and he is God that Jesus uh, the one who rules over all over everything and is worthy of eternal praise uh, amen the reason is they knew that Jesus was an Israelite they saw Jesus grow up Okay, so how can you be telling us that he is God? Uh, remember, Paul is not just the one claiming it. Jesus himself claimed, okay, uh, claim it, that he was one uh, with his father. He was one with God, okay? So it was the major ground for which 
they were rejecting his message. Verse 6, well then, as God failed to fulfill his promise to Israel, no, for not all who are born into the nation of Israel are truly members of God's people. Uh, being descendants of Abraham doesn't make them truly Abraham's children. And Paul will explain this because remember when they had that argument with Jesus and they told Jesus that, look, we are children of Abraham. And Abraham told them that you, you, you can't be children of Abraham because if you were children of Abraham, Abraham did not seek or, or try to kill me. Abraham saw me, okay? and walked with me. Abraham did not try to kill me. You know, Jesus will eventually tell them, let me tell you plainly, you are children of your father, the devil. <laughs> so Paul was saying, or is saying here, that being descendant of Abraham doesn't make them truly Abraham's children. Who are the children of Abraham? You will learn. This is for the scripture says, Isaac is the son through whom your descendants will be counted. And you know that Abraham had other children okay uh, from Keturah had other of course with Agar had Ishmael okay so there were other children of Abraham but it was in Isaac okay it was in Isaac that Abraham's true descendants were going to be counted will be counted it is though Abraham had other children too this means that Abraham's physical descendants are not necessarily children of God okay only the children of the promise are considered to be abraham's children for god had promised i will return about this time next year and sarah will have a son okay we saw that in the book of uh yes in the book of genesis um genesis chapter 18 verse 10 when sarah was laughing and the angel said i will return don't worry and you will you will have a son it says this son was our ancestor Isaac. When he married Rebecca, she gave birth to twins. But before they were born, okay, again there, God chooses those who were going to be his. It says before, it says before they were born, before they had done anything good or bad, she received a message from God. This message shows that God chooses people according to his own purpose. People are not chosen by birth. They are chosen, they are chosen according to God's own purpose, according to God's own purpose and plan. He calls people, but not according to their good or bad works. Did you hear that? God chose you, not because you were good. Many people think that <laughs> I can be good to enter heaven. Isaiah settled it long ago in the book of Isaiah, eh? in the Old Testament. It says all our righteousness, eh? all our good works, they are like filthy rags before God. Okay, so there is no amount of good. You think it is good in your own eyes and in your, with your own sense of judgment. It is when it is brought into the life that you realize that there were many motives, okay, surrounding some of the things in quotes that you call good, okay? So it's not going to be about good or bad. It is going to be about Christ in heaven. It says it calls people, but not according to their good or bad works. She was told, your older son will serve your younger son. In the, in the words of the scripture, I loved Jacob, 
but I rejected. I rejected Esau. All right. So of course we saw all of that in the book. Also in the book, in the book of Genesis, and then of course Malachi chapter chapter one verse two it says, "Are we are we saying then that God was unfair? Of course not. For God said to Moses, I will show mercy to anyone I choose, and I will show compassion to anyone I choose." Exodus chapter thirty three verse nineteen. I'm telling you, if you if you listen to Paul, eh? He rose out the Old Testament like water. Okay, he is well grounded and he's explaining some of these things for anyone to be able to understand. God says, I will show mercy to anyone I choose. However, God chooses the whole world. John told us, John chapter 3, verse 16, for God so loved the world. God wants the whole world to be saved. So someone might be saying, So am I among the chosen one? Yes. Yes choose christ this morning and the love of god and no way overflow will pour into your life he says i will show compassion to anyone i choose so it is god who decides to show mercy we can neither choose it nor work for it it is god who shows mercy as in that mercy that saves us it is the work of god eh? that mercy that that will give us um, righteousness that will guarantee our salvation is a work from God. It is not our own work. It is not how well and how good we can be. Our own role here is to choose. Yes, is to choose God, not the work. Okay, so says neither choose it nor work for it. For the scripture says that God told Pharaoh. I have appointed you for uh, the very purpose of displaying in you and to spread my fame uh, throughout uh, the earth. Okay, you find that uh, that encounter with uh, when uh, Moses confronted confronted Pharaoh, Exodus chapter nine verse sixteen. See, so you see, God chooses to show mercy to some, and He chooses to harden the hearts of others so they refuse to listen however okay it was god says i will i want to show my glory to you does not mean that pharaoh god never intended pharaoh to be saved god intended that all men would be saved okay so along the line pharaoh was to choose god but pharaoh refused refused and chose his own way he says the art of others so they refuse to listen he says well then verse 19 you might say why does god blame people for not responding haven't they simply done what he makes them do he says no don't say that who are you a mere human being to argue with god should the thing that was created say to the one who created it why have you made me like this when a potter makes jar out of clay doesn't he have a right to use the same lump of clay to make one jar for decoration and another jar another to throw garbage away eventually they are all vessels of clay <laughs> they all have a specific purpose okay so that is just how god works 
in the same way, even though God has the right to show his anger and his power, he is very patient with those on whom his anger falls, who are destined for destruction. He does this to make the riches of his glory shine even brighter on those to whom he shows mercy, who were prepared, who were prepared in advance for glory. And we are among those whom he selected, both from the Jews and from the Gentiles. Concerning the Gentiles, God says in the prophecy of Hosea, those who were not my people, I will now call my people, and I will love those whom I did not love, I did not love before. Hosea chapter 2 verse 23. Eh? <laughs> when Paul mentioned this eh, to the to the Jewish people, when they had this, eh, they got angry. But he was quoting the, the, the Old Testament to them, and they all know the scripture. God says those who were not my people. So what was God referring to? He was always going to choose the Gentiles or bring the Gentiles to a saving knowledge of himself. He says, and I will love those whom I did not love before. And again, since then at the place where uh, they were told you are not my people, there they will be called children of the living, children of the living God. Same oath here. Hosea chapter 1 verse 10. And concerning Israel, Isaiah the prophet cried out, Though the people of Israel are as numerous as the sand of the seashore, only a remnant will be saved. For the Lord will carry out his sentence upon the earth and quickly uh, and, and with finality. Okay, you find that in the book of Isaiah, Isaiah chapter 10 verse 22 and 23 and Isaiah said the same thing in another place you see the way eh? <laughs> Paul quotes the whole testament eh? uh-huh. yes explaining it okay so that they could understand he says if the Lord of heaven's armies had not spared a few of our children we would have been wiped out like Sodom like Sodom and like Sodom and Gomorrah okay Isaiah chapter 1 verse 9 Next, Paul will talk about Israel's unbelief. What does all this mean? Even though the Gentiles were not trying to follow God's standard, they were made right with God, and it was by faith that that this took place. But the people of Israel, who tried so hard to be right with God by keeping the law, never succeeded. Why not? Because they were trying to get right with God by keeping the law. Instead of by trusting in him, they stumbled over the great rock in their path. God warned them of this in the scriptures when he said, I am placing a stone in Jerusalem that makes people stumble, a rock that makes them fall. But anyone who trusts in him will never never be disgraced. Anyone who trusts in him. Isaiah again is the one quoting here. Isaiah chapter 8, Isaiah chapter 28. Anyone who puts their trust in Jesus will never be disgraced. I pray for you this morning. You will never be disgraced in the mighty name of Jesus. You will not be put to shame. Yes, you will not be put to shame in Jesus' name. All right, let's read chapter chapter 10. It says, Dear brothers and sisters, the longing of my heart and and my prayer to God is for the people of Israel to be saved. I know that I know what enthusiasm they have for God, but it is mis it is misdirected zeal. Okay, it is fine to be to be to be zealous. It is fine to be passionate, but uh, be sure that you are going in the right direction. 
So just like uh, Paul was previously, he too was zealous for God. But he was killing the people of God and didn't realize that he was killing, he was persecuting God by himself. He says that I know what enthusiasm they have for God, but it is misdirected zeal. For they don't understand God's way of making people right with him. God's way of making people right with him is not by the law. Eh? The law will never make you right with God. It is in Christ that God makes us right with him. See, for they don't understand God's way of making people right with him. Refusing to accept God's way, they cling to their own way of getting right with God by trying to keep the law. Okay? It has never worked before. Since for Christ has already accomplished the purpose for which the law was given. Christ has accomplished the purpose for which the law was given. Eh? I want to keep this. Thou shall not do that. Thou shall not do this. Thou shall everything that you are trying to keep. Christ Jesus already accomplished them when he settled it once and for all on the cross. So you want to accomplish the purpose of the law? Accept Jesus. This is the purpose for which the law was given. As a result, all who believe in him are made right with God. You believe in Jesus, you are made right with God. I'm telling you, at the judgment, a lot of people will be shocked. A lot of people will be surprised. You believe in Jesus, you are made right with God. Some people in heaven at the judgment will be like, God, no, no, it can't be. This person can't enter heaven. This person is a wicked person. You believe in Christ, you are made right with God. Hallelujah. Next, Paul speaks about salvation. It's for everyone. That's why I said, yes, God prepared this salvation for the entire world. If the entire world accepts, accepts him, they can be saved. It says in verse 5, For Moses writes that the Lord's way of making a person right with God requires obedience to all of its command. Yes, that was what Moses said. They were to obey every single one of them. Leviticus chapter 18 verse 5, But faith's way, but faith's way. Remember, Moses' will, Moses wrote in the law, Okay, that the Lord's way of making people right with God requires obedience to all, all of it. Okay, you can't do 10 and leave out the others. No, you must do all of it. Okay, it's obedience to all of its command. Six says, but faith's way of getting right with God says, don't say in your heart, who will go up to heaven eh? to bring Christ down to earth. And don't say, who will go down to the place of the dead to bring Christ back to life again? In fact, it says, the message is very close at hand. It is on your lips and on your heart. I'm telling you, the message of salvation is so simple. Yes, it is so simple. But don't start by saying in your heart, who will, how will God achieve it? That's what it means. Who will go up to heaven to bring Christ down to earth? And don't say, who will go down to the place of the dead to bring Christ back to life again? That one is not your business. How the 
salvation is achieved is done of your business it's the same way how okay so now we can we can tell how bones form in the womb of a woman right <laughs> but there was a time and eh? people didn't understand how bones form in the womb of a woman or how you put you put you put a seed in the ground and then before you know uh it grows and then you have fruits from from that tree and you 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 just pick it and you eat you eat it you didn't have to worry yourself how does that happen it is the work of god salvation can only be achieved through the work of god so don't bother yourself don't say in your heart how will this thing work it says in fact it says the message is very close at hand it is on your lips and in your and in your heart deuteronomy chapter chapter 13 it is on your lips and on, in your heart and that message is is the is the very message about faith that we preach if you op- openly declare that jesus is lord and believe in your heart that god raised him from the dead you will be saved you want to know how to believe in jesus openly openly declare that jesus is lord and believe in your heart that God raised him, raised him from the dead, you will be saved. It is a work of faith. So this morning, do you believe in Jesus? Do you believe that Jesus came in the flesh, died for you, paid the price on the cross for you? Do you believe it? Do you accept it this morning? If you do, you believe in Christ. And you are saved. It is that simple. It says in verse 10, For it is by believing in your heart that you are made right with God. And it is by openly declaring your faith that you are saved. Okay? So, I have met many people. Pastor, you need to explain this thing. Eh? Explain the, the mechanism. Explain the equation of how it works. Sincerely, I cannot explain it. It is the work of the Holy Spirit. However, scripture says that everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. I know that when you call on Jesus, he never turns you away. Yes, he never turns anyone away. If you would declare in your heart, declare in your heart and you believe, uh, you believe in your heart that you are made right with God through Jesus Christ. I'm telling you, that work will be achieved. It will be accomplished. If you openly declare Jesus with your mouth and believe in your heart that God, God sent Jesus for you and you are choosing Jesus today, you will be saved. 10 says, for it is by believing in your heart that you are made right with God, uh, that you are made right with God. And it is by openly declaring your faith that you are saved. As the scripture tells us, anyone who trusts in him will never be disgraced anyone who who puts their trust in god the book of isaiah 28 verse 16 will never will never be disgraced you will not be disgraced in jesus name since jews and gentiles are the same in this respect anyone everyone who puts their trust in god will never be disgraced it doesn't matter whether you you are born from the tribe of israel or from the nation of israel anyone 
who puts who puts their trust in God will never will never be disgraced. Jews and Gentiles are the same in this respect. They have the same Lord who gives generously. Yes, he gives generously to all who call on him. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Ah, everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. But how can they call on him? Uh, call on him to save them unless they believe in him? How can they believe in him if they have never heard about him? How can they hear about him unless someone tells them? And how will anyone go and tell them without being sent? That is why the scripture says, How beautiful are the feet of messengers who bring a good news. So now you understand why Paul is preaching this message so passionately. He is just open and open that the nation of Israel will hear it. He says, But not everyone welcomes the good news. For Isaiah the prophet said, Lord, who has believed our message? <laughs> He says, Ah, unto whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? Yes, Isaiah 53, verse 1. Who, will be, who has believed our message? So faith comes from hearing, that is, hearing the good news about Christ. I pray this morning, faith will well up in your heart. You will choose Jesus, not just accepting him as your Lord and Savior, but from today, you will live for Christ. Yes, you will live each day as as jesus your lord and savior hallelujah he says verse 18 but i ask have the people of israel actually had the message yes they have the message has gone throughout the earth and the words and the words to all the earth but i ask that the people of israel really understand yes they did for even in the time of moses god said i will rouse your jealousy through people who are not even a nation i will provoke your anger uh, through the foolish the foolish gentiles deuteronomy chapter 32 verse 21 and later isaiah spoke boldly for god saying i was found by people who were not looking for me I showed myself to those who were not asking for asking for me. If Israel had understood it, God already prophesied this in Isaiah 65, 65 verse 1. Those who were not looking for God were going to find God. He says, but regarding Israel, God said, all day long I opened my arms to them, but they were disobedient, they were disobedient and rebellious. Isaiah 65 verse 2. So you see here, eh? Paul makes it very, very, very clear. Very, very clear to the nation of Israel. God has a plan to save the whole world. Not just the nation of Israel. That plan is to save me and you. Ah, you see this plan? That plan is not just um, for salvation, okay? That plan is so that we can live each day. Live each day to the glory of God. And so this morning, I am calling you. I am calling you to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. I am calling you this morning to live every day, every day. You see how much God loves you, eh? Yes, God loves you so much. Give Jesus up for you that if you would believe in Jesus and accept him, declaring boldly you know, that he is your Lord and Savior, the Bible says that you you will you will be saved, and I pray for you this morning, ah, that you will experience this love, this love that we have in Christ. You will experience it today. 
in the name of Jesus. Declare with me, Jesus, you are my Lord and Savior. Ah, Father, thank you this morning. We declare, Lord, that we want to love you more and more in the mighty name of Jesus. Help us to live every day to the glory and the praise of your name. Father, we say thank you this morning. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. All right. Thank you so much for listening today. God bless you. Enjoy your day.